This round of trends is brought to you by Alum. 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 A-L-L-U-M-E. Alum brings you the interactive personal styling you've always wanted without having to leave the couch. All you have to do is sign up, take the quiz, and a stylist will be chosen that best fits your needs. You choose when you want to start, and your stylist will text you. I'm sorry, text you? Yeah, girl. Yeah. They'll text you to get more details about what you want, what you like, and send sample looks for your feedback. Then they'll create a lookbook specifically for you. <laughs> After that, you have the autonomy to only buy the pieces that you like. Damn, that's awesome. And Loom only shops from brands with great return policies. So even if it's not an amazing look in person, it's super easy to send back. So go to we'reSoRelevant.com slash Loom to kickstart your fall style today and support us at the same time. Oh, fall style. That's we'reSoRelevant.com slash A-L-L-U-M-E. Loom. Woo. Bye. Bye. Hey, Erin. Yeah. I want to tell you about Madeira Outdoors. Madeira Outdoors? Yeah. Have you ever like laid in a hammock or just gone camping in general and thought to yourself, this camping gear is great, but I bought it at Walmart and maybe I need some new stuff? I've actually never bought camping supplies myself. I've only ever camped with my family. What? Yeah. Or borrowed family stuff. Really? Yeah. Well, I think we can help with that because Ooh. Madeira, which is a hammock company based out of Jackson Hole, Wyoming, not only sells great outdoor camping gear, like everything you need, but they also plant two trees for every hammock you buy. Nice. Because their mission statement is every hammock needs two trees to support it. I know, isn't that so cute? So fresh. I love it. I have two Madeira hammocks that actually fold up into reusable pouches that are attached directly to the hammock. Uh And those hammocks went with us from Boston all the way to Nova Scotia and back. Holy moly. Yeah, so you can check out Madeira and get really, really good deals by using our website, www.worsorelevant.com slash Madeira. That's M-A-D-E-R-A. Madeira. Yeah. www.we'reSoRelevant.com forward slash Madeira. Thanks and enjoy some hammocks, guys. It's like so relaxing. Hammock. Hammocks. Yeah. (laughs) You're listening to Relevant. Nothing like a great cup of black coffee. Where we talk about things and stuff and stuff that you should probably have heard about already. I'm Katie. I'm Erin. We're like perfectly synced. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Word! Could be. We're, we're in sync. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I just opened us with we're in sync. That could mean so many things. <laughs> you know what though? Like with the Halloween special, it's pretty on brand. Yeah. We're in sync. We're excited about Halloween. Yeah. We're we're doing I'm podcasting from my bed. I'm nice. living my best life. My cat is sitting on my lap. Yeah, I'm in my sweats at home, so that's pretty, pretty ideal for me. So hopefully you are all in the same level of comfort. Yeah, or you're listening at work, which is just me. I'm literally 
wearing what I refer to as a 52-year-old man's weekend outfit. (laughs) I am wearing an old flannel shirt, an old flannel shirt, and some really baggy sweatpants and some crew socks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It looks as if I came home from my 6 to 2.30 job working at the warehouse, and I have now relaxed in my recliner and yelled at the TV because the Packers yes. were sucking. Yes, with your Coors or your Miller with Lite. With my Coors, your my Coors. Miller Lite. My Miller Lite. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm, so, I'm wearing my favorite punny shirt. Where it says, nice. ain't no hood like motherhood. Nice. That's terrible, and I hate it. I know. Well, welcome to Relevant, <laughs> everybody. Yeah, uh, this is our super special Halloween episode. That's right. The moment Katie's been waiting for all year. Like, literally all year. No, um, um, I don't know why I get so excited for Halloween. We'll unpack that all in this episode, I guess. We can we sure dive will. deep into why I love Halloween, but yeah, it's... I'm in. Yeah, let's do it. Let's dive on in. Let's let's dive, and we're not going to do our usual um, format for this episode. It's more of a freewheeling, freeballing sort of deal, if you will. Okay. Um. I think we'll just kind of run down our fancy dancy list that you and I are both looking at. That's right. Um, so I think it would be appropriate um perhaps to talk about the history of Halloween first. So Yeah, I think that'll really people, get everybody in the mood. Yeah, cuz I mean, we don't have that many international listeners, uh, but some people are not familiar with the American concept of Halloween, I guess. Oh my gosh, you're right. I I forget that it's not a national thing. You mean an international thing. That's what I meant. Yep. We'll (laughs) pretend that's what you said. Doing great right Um, off the bat. Yeah. Some people know it as All Hallows' Eve. Yep. Uh, All Halloween or All Saints' Eve. Yep. Um, And it's technically, like, Halloween itself is technically, like, a Western Christian holiday, which is hysterical to me because I don't know if there's anything less Christian than celebrating, like, demons and monsters and stuff like that, considering, you know, like, the super uber Christians wanted to burn all the Harry Potter books so yeah <laughs> well you know um, and there was that great uh Salem witch trial thing oh yeah you know just the whatever I really I'm ex- fully expecting for you to hand me over the deed to John Proctor's house and be like happy birthday I bought you <laughs> motherfucking John Proctor's house which was for sale it was and I was just like man I would post up there so hard we When we were in Salem last year, I've been to Salem twice, and I think next year I really want to try and go on Halloween. Like, my friend Marianne, um, her birthday is on Halloween. She's actually in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter for her birthday this year on Halloween, which is just, I can't even begin to explain to you how jealous I am of that. Yeah. Um, Because there is something very, 
uh, Halloween-y about all of the Harry Potter stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, yes, yes, I am living for this. Uh, But Salem itself just feels like constantly Halloween-y to me. And I think it just feels so haunted and is just like, Mm -hmm. oh, God, it is just... If you haven't ever been to Salem, Massachusetts, it is quirky and touristy in like the best way possible because I am not a like touristy kind of person oh. at all. I don't like to go to touristy destinations. Right. So it is just, it's so good. I highly, highly recommend it. Anywho, <laughs> um, <laughs> off tangent a little bit. So, um, the history of Halloween, I'm looking at the Wikipedia definition of it, which is really funny to me, um, because it describes it as a, a celebration observed in a number of countries on the 31st of October, the eve of the Western Christian free feast of All, All Hallows Day. Right. It begins the three-day observance of All Hallowtide, the time in the liturgical year dedicated to remembering the dead, including saints hallows martyrs and the faithful departed so if we think about um uh dia de los muertos which is also a celebration of the dead yep um kind of like ties into that yeah it's Um, quite quite literally day of the dead basically that's what dia de los muertos means um it is widely believed that Halloween traditions originated from the ancient Celtic harvest festivals, particularly the Gaelic festival Samhain, that such festivals may have had pagan roots. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Christians taking from the pagans. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that Samhain himself, itself was Christianized as Halloween by the early church. Ah. Color me fucking surprised. <laughs> Some believe, however, that Halloween began solely as a Christian holiday separate from ancient festivals like Semin. I doubt that. <laughs> I'm not a historian, but I trust my own judgment on that. What did you just say? <laughs> I said, uh, I'm not a historian. No, 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 no. What, what was the fact or whatever? Some believe, however, that Halloween began solely as a Christian holiday separate from ancient festivals like summing oh summing <laughs> i heard swimming i'm like whoa what swimming we go swimming on halloween and everyone gets hypothermia and it's really fun exactly halloween activities include trick-or-treating or the related guising oh. attending halloween costume parties carving pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns lighting bonfires apple bobbing uh-huh. divination games which we did on our live stream Playing pranks, visiting haunted attractions, telling scary stories, and watching horror films. <laughs> like, all of this is so very on brand for me. Oh, yeah. No, that's just you in your best life. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> in many parts of the world, the Christian religious observances of All Hallows Eve including include attending church and lighting candles on the graves of the dead. Mm-hmm. Some Christians historically abstained from meat on All Hallows' Eve, a tradition reflecting the eating of certain vegetarian foods on this vigil day, including apples, potato pancakes, and soul cakes. Oh, so that's also very on brand for me. Hmm. I can dig it. Okay. I like soul cakes. Oh, what are... Should I see what soul cakes are? I don't know, but I just like the name of it. Don't spoil it by telling us the truth. Oh, okay. Oh, it's what people handed out. They look like hot cross buns. Yeah, for trick-or-treating. Uh-huh. Huh. Interesting. Raisins. It basically looks like raisins on crumpets. Rosins. Ra- Rosins <laughs> are so good. Rosins. Mm. Rosins. Crumpets are a gift to the world. 
They really and like especially right out of the toaster, just like dude, hot and melting <clears throat> all the butter, and they have the little holes for the butter to like melt into. Uh, How about just, right off the griddle, girl? I could make them. I've fresh had them for on you. the griddle too, but like I don't bust out the griddle a bunch. Well, I'm just saying, like fresh, like not. Oh not, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, continue. This has been food podcast. <laughs> this is the food detour, <laughs> which is you know typical. So typical. So naturally, like the history of Halloween leads into you know what Halloween is probably best known for which is trick-or-treating mm-hmm. or in some places called guising yeah um trick-or-treating is a customary celebration for children on halloween children go in costume from house to house asking for treats such as candy or sometimes money i'm sorry whoa <laughs> that's quite the I treat i never got money when i was trick-or-treating. <laughs> pump the brakes <laughs> uh, we are not in the right era okay um, some children go house to house asking for treats such as candy or sometimes money with the question trick or treat. Mm-hmm. The word trick implies a threat to perform mischief on the homeowners or their property if no treat is given. Right. Okay. You know, let's unpack As per usual. Let's unpack this. So if someone doesn't give me a motherfucking king size Butterfinger. Yeah. It's fair game to TP their house, right? Right, exactly. I love I it. was not given in the trick-or-treating instruction manual that you're given as a child. Mm-hmm. That was not in it. No, no. Uh, what's a very funny fact is that also trick-or-treaters, uh, most like the European, whatever. Let me try that again. <laughs> 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 Apparently, in early in some early versions of trick or treating, the or mumming or guising, whatever, like we talked about, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the costume wearing participants would would perform choreographed dances, songs, and plays in exchange for treats. <laughs> now we're just super lazy. Yeah, and th- according to a. Uh, Author Elizabeth Plex celebrating the family. The tradition cropped up in America where it would often take place on Thanksgiving instead. What? That's so weird. Yeah. Do you want to hear the funniest thing? And it's the most like apropos, I suppose. Um, Supposedly, early versions of trick-or-treating Men paraded door to door and boys often followed begging for coins. So that's where the money thing came in. Okay. And most of the early trick-or-treaters were poor and actually needed the money. But, oh. but of course, wealthy children also joined in the fun because, you know, it's fun to pretend to beg. and Right. It's fun to go slumming when you're rich. That's right. <laughs> and apparently, like, the door-to-door quote-unquote begging was mostly stopped in the 30s but reemerged later in the century to distract kids from pulling Halloween pranks. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you want to hear the most we Scandinavian? Nice. The Scandina- <laughs> most Scandinavian thing ever? Sure. Mumming practice in Germany, Scandinavia, and other parts of Europe involved masked persons in fancy dress who paraded the streets and entered houses to dance or play dice in silence. I'm sorry. <laughs> What? I okay. So they're not gonna do anything bad. We're just gonna hole up here for a sec. 
let me pop a squat next to your fire and I'm just gonna shake some dice here in silence for a little bit just let me do my thing oh yeah oh my god that's so fucking funny so <clears throat> people are <laughs> just chilling in people's houses for fun I'm shaking dice hanging out no bigs no bigs so when you were a kid did you go trick-or-treating like was your family super into trick-or-treating my family wasn't necessarily but i sure was i yeah i loved a good excuse to dress up did you um yes my mom i remember my first halloween costume was like the quintessential like pumpkin halloween costume nice nice and then for like four fucking years i was a blue (laughs) m&m okay because by your choice or hers no hers my mom was super frugal and Mm. so i got like a lot of use out of the halloween costumes and then after that i was a power ranger for like three years this is all caitlin graber who was my best friend growing up can confirm all of this because we went trick-or-treating together for like a majority of our um like younger years so we were coordinating a lot like one year she was a cow and (laughs) i was still an m&m and that was like we were very out of sync oh yeah Uh, and then she was the yellow power ranger and i was the pink power ranger nice yeah um and i honestly couldn't tell you anything about power rangers because i watched them for like six months one time when i was like five years old and that was it (laughs) yeah i don't I don't know if I've watched one whole episode of Power Rangers. It's so extra. It is so it seemed, extra. It definitely seemed that way for yeah. sure. No, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, we a lot of my Halloween costumes were homemade by my mom or my aunt. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know if we ever had a store bought one. Yeah. And I'm I know sure that... Go ahead. I'm pretty sure that Caitlin's mom made a majority of either both of our costumes because she was very crafty mm-hmm. or like they were a dollar store bought, like not expensive. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember my mom like specifically instilling this in me, but Maybe it was just like the, a product of how I was raised, but I'm definitely like against store-bought costumes even to this day. Oh, I was actually going to ask like, do you prefer store-bought or do you prefer made? I, I'm kind of the same way. Like some of those store-bought ones now are just like so cookie cutter and everyone like last year after Suicide Squad came out, everyone and their fucking sister mm-hmm. was buying a Harley <coughs> Quinn outfit. And, right. you know, like we have these trends where, you know, when Harry Potter was really big, everyone was dressing as Harry Potter and had the same costume. Mm-hmm. And I personally like when you put your own spin on it, like, yes, I think there's something fun to be had where it's everyone's own interpretation of like a character or a thing. Agreed. Yeah, and I I never wanted to, well, that's not true, but in uh, recent years, I prefer a, a non-mainstream outfit or at yeah. least like something that yeah. has some intelligence. Uh, okay, and not that mainstream costumes don't have intelligence behind them, but 
like something that is just a little off, you know? Right. Yeah. I think there's something to be said about like when people have to ask you who you are, because then it's a conversation starter yeah. instead of going as like a hunter and a deer, you know, right. Like, I've seen some adorable, adorable hunter and deer costumes. Yes. But at the same time, like it's not a conversation starter. Yes. And I love, I love the ones that are, um, a pun specifically, but all, (laughs) but, but mainly ones that are like a combination of a pun and like a colloquialism. Yeah. So for example, I was at my friend's Halloween party last night and I was talking to one who is a listener of ours. Hi, Rachel. And she had a great costume idea but her husband was afraid that nobody would get it i'm like first of all it's us like of right. course everybody like they, they might not get it right off the bat but when you told it what told them told us what that was like we would be in love right right and it was she wanted to be the fox and the hound okay. where she would be a fox but then he would be the hound from game of thrones oh my fucking god! Right, like that those is are the ones so I love. Good, like just a little play, a little spin. Oh my god, that's so good! I know they're they are like the king and queen of Halloween costumes. It's so good. They were oh. they were pretty cute little garden gnomes this year. Um, I oh garden gnomes, that's so cute. I saw yeah. um. A friend from high school, his cousins were <laughs> Tanya Harding no. and her husband. And oh. then uh, What's Her Nuts, the chick who got kneecapped. I can't remember. Nancy Kerrigan. Yes. Oh, my God. It was so good. <laughs> I might have to message her and be like, can I repost this to our, fa- our Facebook page? Because it is it is so good. <laughs> I, I definitely think you should. So good. Uh, um, I love uh, stuff like that, which is very on point right now because I Tanya came out this year, and which yep. if you haven't seen it, that's a great movie. Like, yeah, Margot Robbie. People want to hate Dude. her because she's beautiful. She is such a good actress, and she oh, is taking yeah. those roles where they like they made her look so dowdy and midwestern and just like trashy. Uh huh. In the, oh, it was it was so good. I, she nailed that role. Yeah, and like if you just look at like her last three big roles, right? So she was Harlequin, right? Yep. And you take her, Tanya Harding, and then the wife in uh wolf of wall street like yes those three characters could not be more different from each other right and she nailed them all of them yeah so yeah i um the one thing that i have seen that i feel like uh (laughs) i haven't seen any of my friends do this but i have seen people who um will do like culturally inappropriate costumes oh. mm. like like a blackface or something yeah there was a mm. girl i went to high school with who i think when we were still in high school so we were still young sure uh did full body blackface and went as like a rastafarian which is Ooh. problematic on so many so levels. many levels um and I haven't seen anything that blatantly bad since, but I do. I still see like a lot of sugar skull stuff, which I'm like, 
Ooh, yeah. feel a little bad because I have friends in like the Latinx community and mm-hmm. I just feel a little uh, about that and like I don't know it's not my place to really comment on it and say yay or nay but right that's what I was going to ask is if they had said something about whether or not that's I offensive. just know I just know Marianne who listens to this podcast who is Venezuelan has said like stuff like that while sugar skulls aren't proprietary to Venezuelans, stuff like that is kind of uncomfortable. Like, you know, um, for the Latinx community, like barn owls especially are like the bringer of death. Like they're really bad omen and oh. people like to joke around with stuff like that. And it just is like just one of those things that just makes people of other cultures uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um I still see a lot of fucking Pocahontas costumes and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. like, yes, I get it. I was like four years old and was Pocahontas once, but Mm -hmm. it was also like she was a Disney princess and I was four years old. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. And when you're a child, you're, you're imitating a, you're dressing up as a icon, so to speak. You know, uh, know, people are like, well, it's not cultural appropriation if this and the other thing, except it's someone's culture, not a costume. Right. So if you're dressing up as Pocahontas, I think there's something to be said about that. However, if you're dressing up as like cowboys and Indians, that is problematic on so many levels. And I think that you need to take a step back and think like, Right. Is this okay to be doing this? Like, right. Yeah, exactly. Like at least you're dressing up as a person, right. like a historical figure or right. a character or whatever. Like I saw I saw a post saying that um, parents shouldn't dress their kids up as Moana. And I was like, your daughter can fucking dress up as Moana as long as people are clear like she is Moana and you are yeah. not appropriating Maori culture. Like, Right. The girl actually that voiced... Moana, who I'm not even going to try and butcher her name. Right. She actually was like, 100%, dress up as Moana. It's not insulting. Like, do it. You know, if like if she or he is, you know, a fan and that's how they want to express their fandom, like, go for it. Well, and I think if if you're like... So that's really nice. Yeah. If you're questioning it, if it's okay or not, then I think you need to either talk to a person within that culture or not do it. Mm -hmm. Because like, we white people really like to do things and be like well why are you so offended and like yes. i don't know that's super like, super 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 not cool right and like just put yourself in their shoes or ask them or ask you know yeah, why like, all why? you have to do is ask like as a person from x culture would you be offended if i was thinking of being this for halloween and if they say yes mm-hmm. don't do it and if they say no Great, cool. At least you've talked to someone and like educated yourself with you know right. about it instead of blatantly being like, I'm going to do this because it's America and we're a free country, you know? Right, right. Don't or go, coming at it as a it with that mindset. Exactly. Like if you're coming at it in a place of like defensiveness well, to the to the party that's offended, like then that's just problematic all in, in and of itself. Right. And I'm sorry, there are so many Halloween costume ideas. Do you really need to be a fucking Native American for Halloween? Right. I'm sure you could find something completely different that's not going to offend people. And right. I'm not even right. concerned about offending people. I'm concerned about like you're making it okay to continue doing this. Right, like when it's been clear for so long, 
yeah. It's not I okay. Know. Like, it's never okay to um, paint your skin another color and go as another race if you are not of that race. Right. <laughs> Let's just put a blanket statement on that. Right. Like, um, if you want to be crazy eyes from yeah. Orange is the New Black, be crazy eyes from Orange is the New Black. Just don't, don't need to paint your skin. Don't paint your skin. Don't do it. And yeah. that's a really, really important thing. Um, I saw one of my friends who is african-american was saying like your little boy wants to dress up as black panther like let him fucking be black panther just don't paint his skin dark like right he can wear the black panther costume like you don't need to fucking paint his skin dark (laughs) yeah exactly exactly my you know like their skin is not a costume to be put on exactly right i I was thinking, actually, talking about me being, like, four years old and dressing as Pocahontas. Do you remember your favorite Halloween costume? Ooh. I, um, I know my most memorable one, for sure, was the Slimer costume, which <laughs> anybody that's ever talked to me you has heard about. Up. Yeah, you have definitely brought it up. Have I talked about it on the podcast? I think briefly. Okay, well, I'll post a picture in the group, but my aunt made me a Slimer costume when I was five, and it was so good. Like, my aunt's a lot like me, where it's like the glory is in the details, right? Yes. So it was a huge satin, basically just sheet, and we blew up a bunch of balloons and stuck it inside, so it had that, like, wobbly, like, amoeba look when I walked. And then I also had like giant foam teeth and a satin pink like (laughs) pillow tongue. And it was so good. And I was so fucking proud of it. And Katie, I'm this is probably like the beginning of my um, like love hate relationship with Halloween is like I constantly take things too far. Yeah. And it's never like reciprocated until I found my group of friends here. Mm -hmm. And um so apparently I went I went to school and of course I'm five. I don't really remember this, but my my mom has told it to me in such great detail. It's like just bawling because we went to school and they, you know, they prayed and whatever. And apparently everybody th- was just laughing at me. And I was still in costume, just bawling to my mom. And I'm like, I'm not funny. I'm scary. Right. right <laughs> and she's trying right. so hard to like, keep a straight face and like oh sweetie yep you're 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 definitely scary you're not funny. i'm not funny i'm scary oh my god that's so uh, yeah so that one was my favorite for sure before like my class ruined it but i'm not sure if like there is a major major one that stands out after that i was really proud of my mad scientist one when i was like nine right i put the most effort into that i fucking katie i printed out name tags and got like i think i got them laminated or something and i had like a full-on name tag (laughs) and i think into it I (laughs) i think the id tags legitimately said like mad scientist or something <laughs> like it wasn't even like a clever name it was right. just it was it wasn't like dr jackal or something no like definitely that. not no um, <laughs> what about you i never did any like crazy wild extravagant halloween costumes um 
just because I was done trick-or-treating by like age 12 I think the last time the last time I went trick-or-treating it was like 14 or 15 because I was taking my brother trick-or-treating and I was like a pirate or something it wasn't anything crazy okay and also just like (laughs) I don't know I just you were just too cool for school I was no not too cool for school I just like we didn't we weren't super into Halloween and like at the time then I was more into handing out candy than um actually going trick-or-treating but I think my most favorite Halloween costume was and it sounds so dumb but it was really funny right after Pat and I started dating we both went as lumberjacks and we were like matching and we went downtown to Freak Fest and it was so funny to see all these girls walking around with like nothing on Uh and they're just freezing cold and I'm like in a raccoon skin hat and a flannel and jeans and boots and I am living my best life because I was not freezing and I think that year it actually like snowed or sleeted a little bit in Halloween so it was like it was cold no so I was just like yes yes the practicality of this is fantastic (laughs) I did go as Wednesday Wednesday Adams for Halloween at work last year and that That was, was, was that was pretty on point it was say. pretty good. Yeah. And I went with blonde hair too. Like I contemplated going this year since my hair is dark again mm-hmm. um, as Wednesday. But I was like, I can't repeat it. No, <laughs> no. Louise is definitely going to be better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. So have you, how do you feel about carving pumpkins? Oh my God. <laughs> so when we carved pumpkins when I was little, this was always probably my most favorite part of Halloween mm-hmm. just because I got to play with sharp things and like be artistic mm-hmm. <coughs> a, a win-win situation however we could only carve pumpkins when either my dad wasn't home or he had an excuse to go in the basement because he hates the smell of pumpkins to the point where it makes him gag oh my god like there was a video floating around of like a one and a half year old kid oh. who was carving his first pumpkin yeah. and he he was like laughing and gagging at the same time. And that I, I put, I sent it to my dad. I was like, this is you. This is one. <laughs> like he would go running out the door as soon as my mom was like, okay, we're going to carve pumpkins now. <laughs> and he was like, just like, goodbye. Nope. Hard pass. <laughs> um, I haven't carved a pumpkin. I think the last time I actually actually carved a jack-o'-lantern was i think uh my friend chelsea's son was like two or three and her and i carved a bunk of bunk of pumpkins a bunk of pumpkins pumpkins. a bunch of pumpkins one day so it's been he's five now so i think so it's been it's been a yeah it's been a couple years nice um we were gonna no actually that's a lie i pat and i carved pumpkins the first halloween we had in our apartment and then the squirrels ate my pumpkins oh yeah i would love to back up a little bit because i just found this insane fact about dressing up for trick-or-treating oh uh apparently in the earliest years of halloween celebrations uh Tribes in, located in today's Germany and France traditionally wore costumes of animal heads and skins to connect to spirits of the dead. So there's That's that. 
I love it. That's going to be my costume next year. I actually, so there, if you've ever played Skyrim, uh, it's based heavily on like old North, old Norse mythology. Uh I like am tongue tied tonight. Um, And there's a branch of people called the um, Falmer and they wear like animal hides and animal heads and stuff like that. And I have wanted to go as like, a druid for Halloween for so many years and have not had the excuse. Oh. And I think next year I'm going to start planning. I'm going to start planning. Okay. Interesting. Oh, I hate that. You just sent me a picture and I hate it yep. because there's like a skull. Uh, fun fact yeah, about that's, me. What did I you think I meant by an animal head? Uh, like I'm like a, like a lion head. Oh, no, 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 no. A real oh. animal skull. Um, I and don't like skeletons. I actually, um, I have to look up the word for phobia of skeletons, but I have it. Yeah. Which is uh, very interesting considering how much I love this holiday, but I, I, I fucking hate skeletons. Huh. They terrify me. It's um, Osteophobia. Wow. Well, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and so, so you, you mentioned the traditional um, celebration of Samhain, Samhain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the leader of the Samhain parades wore a white sheet and carried a wooden horse head or a decorated horse skull. Um, a modern Welsh version uh, is. Oh, I thought that was going to go. I, I, I a totally, Katie. totally different way. <laughs> he said white sheet, and I was like. This could go one of two ways. Oh, God. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. This was going back to the animal skull thing. Okay. Oh, okay. So back from sidebar. Yes. The reason I ask is when we decided that we were going to do kind of like an in-depth look at the trends surrounding Halloween, I really wanted to look into why we started carving pumpkins in the first place because it seems right. so fucking out of nowhere. It's so it's so random. Like you think about it, you're like, it's like Day of the Dead. Celebrating the dead, all Hallows Let's Eve. Let's carve a pumpkin. I like this squash. Let's put some holes in it. Yeah. I'm going to carve a funny face into it. And, you know, some people are like, I'm going to carve my favorite NFL team. I'm going to carve a dick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the actual reason is pretty hysterical. Uh, so if you haven't caught on by now, Halloween is actually like more Celtic than fucking St. Patrick's Day. So, uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, and St. Patrick wasn't even Irish, so fuck off. Anyway, um, the jack o' lantern comes from an old Irish tale about a nam, a, a nam maimed, <laughs> wow, we're, we're doing so great, <laughs> a man named Stingy Jack. And according Stingy to Stingy Jack, for, <laughs> that's gonna be my, that's gonna be my new Twitter handle, Stingy, Stingy Jack. Jack. According to the folklore, Stingy Jack was out getting sloshed, but uh, never wanted to pay. Uh, And so he was drinking with the devil one night and uh, Jack convinced his drinking partner to turn himself into a coin to pay for the drinks, (laughs) but without spending money. And Jack then puts the devil shaped like a coin into his pocket, which also contains a silver cross that kept the devil from transforming back. Okay. Because Jack's a dick. Yeah. Uh, or just hysterical. One of the two. 
Jack promises promised to free the devil as long as the devil wouldn't bother him for a year. And if he died, the devil could never claim his soul. So Jack tricked the devil again later, getting him to pick a piece of fruit out of a tree and then carving a cross into the bark when the devil was in the branches. <laughs> okay. Sounds like the devil's a uh, dumbass also. Yeah. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever heard of Lucifer being an idiot. Yeah. No, that's not true. But like, so also, yeah, really? So this trick bought Jack another 10 years of devil free living, obviously, because apparently it takes 10 years to get out of a tree. I don't know. When Jack finally died, God decided he wasn't fit for heaven. But the devil had also promised that he could never claim his soul. So... Jack was sent off to roam the earth only with only a burning coal for light. He put the coal into a turnip as a lantern, and Stingy Jack became Jack of the Lantern or Jack-o'-lantern. So, it's a good thing we don't carve turnips because yeah. those would be some tiny dicks y'all would carve into them. Yeah. Well, and th- they actually started off by doing that. They started when people started carving the scary faces into turnips, beets, and potatoes to scare away Stingy Jack. Oh, like we have our own light. We don't need yours. I guess. Take your shitty turnip lantern away from here. Right. Like we already got one. Bye. Goodbye. Uh, I don't remember when it turned into pumpkins, but I'd love to see some carved potatoes. Little. yeah the beets would be tiny too Tur- yeah beets aren't big and turnips are really small well the turnip that they show actually is pretty darn big and it's kind of terrifying too but it oh god <laughs> it actually oh god no, it looks really reminiscent of um, oh wilson from, from it does from castaway oh this is really creepy i don't like it oh i hate it i hate it <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. are you <laughs> i just i just sent aaron um one of the sailing channels on youtube i follow i also follow his facebook and his instagram he's based in skiva denmark mm-hmm. and his girlfriend is from los angeles and he posted a photo of his first ever jack-o'-lantern he carved um, because they don't celebrate halloween in denmark i guess oh. which i didn't know well now you do now I do. Now I know the thing. Yeah. So, um, so speaking of pumpkins, are you familiar with the Teal Pumpkin Project? Yes. So my... And hold, I, hold on, hold on. Okay. And I want to know, obviously, like, if you're hating on the Teal Pumpkin Project for kids that can't eat fucking candy, you can go like I need you, kill yourself. I need but... you to carve yourself a turnip and make a deal with the devil because you suck. <laughs> right. But before the Teal Project, the Teal Pumpkin Project was a thing and people were just like instead handing out things that were not candy. Those people got shamed to hell and back. Right. Were you pro or con? Uh, I'm always pro anyone handing out something for Halloween. Well, fair, fair. Um, I don't like when people hand out, (laughs) I was an asshole one year and handed out like little mini potatoes. Okay. Um, it was a joke that my neighbors and I started. 
Uh, that was also the same year that we went into their garage and cut up a bunch of glow sticks and whipped them around on the walls. So it was like we were in a galaxy. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I grew up in a tiny town. Let me live my best life. <laughs> um, you stand in your truth, girl. Yeah. I always, because I was never really like a huge sweets lover. I always thought it was fun because like getting something that's not candy related. Mm-hmm is always like it's like a little mini present yeah and like yo it lasts forever right it's not just like i'm gonna consume this and then it's done you know yeah i loved getting those um little like the glow in the dark fangs that you put in your mouth or like the spider rings like the super cheap plastic stuff i think all of that is really cute and you know, now that we're in the age of Pinterest, I think some people have really stepped up their game as far as oh. handing out non-candy things. Yes. Yes. I mean, there were the people that were like, I don't want to hand out candy. Here's some erasers. Right. Which you're sucks. Like, like oh. fuck off with your pencils, Deborah. I don't need that bullshit. Right. Like, at least give me like a spider ring. Right. Exactly. You know? um, I'm, I'm happier with that than with a goddamn cheap eraser that's not going to erase anything. Yeah. Or, like, even if your kid can eat the candy and is just some weird, like, 40-year-old in a child's body like mine is, like, he prefers the non-candy treats anyway. Right, right. Like, last year, he well, first, after he learned that he didn't have to eat the candy right in front of the person. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, he just kind of stopped caring. He would just say trick-or-treat and then walk away. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't even about the candy thing for him. It was just like... He was like, this is what we're doing, I guess. We're just like saying hi to people. Oh my God, that's so funny. And then we, when we got home, our across the street neighbor wanted to make sure that we popped over. So we went and she had like a plate full of apples and he about shit his pants. He was so excited. So excited. He's like, mom, can I eat it now? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can have oh your God. apple, you fucking freak. That is so funny. Yeah, no, I am... Um... Going back to the teal pumpkin thing, my, I'll call him nephew for ease of like short explanations, mm-hmm. has a severe peanut allergy, mm. like severe, like he's gone to the hospital with anaphylactic shock, Ooh. severe. Um, so that um, family has always been like, that was the first time I ever heard of the teal pumpkin project. Mm-hmm. Um, and... <laughs> I find it so fucking hysterical that there are people who are, like, against it. I, yeah. I and don't, I, like, you're just soulless. Well, because there are people who truly try to discredit people's allergies. Like, well, yeah. you know, now, now some kids have such severe peanut allergies that, like, even airborne mm-hmm. peanut particles are a thing mm-hmm. and, like, bad. And so some, you know, some schools are like, we are a peanut free school. And some parents get so upset about that. I'm like, Barbara, if the one thing that you need to worry about is that your kid can't have fucking peanut butter for lunch, then you're blessed. Like, right. Like, can you just get off your high horse? I would love to hear from uh, our listener, Jeff, who has a really bad peanut allergy and a bunch of allergies at that. About like, what I can't he even I can't even fathom walking around and being like this tiny legume can kill me. Like, can you imagine? Like, I have to constantly carry this thing in case I die. 
Right. In case like, I start I could, to die. My throat could swell up and I could die. Like, yeah. It just, it blows my mind. So for, do you want to explain what the Teal Pumpkin Project is for people who aren't fami- familiar with it? Sure. Let me, let me pull up like the actual thing. So, because. From the source itself? Yeah. Because, I mean, otherwise it's pretty much what we've talked about is putting a teal pumpkin in front of your yard so that, um, kids with allergies know that your house is kind of like a safe house to get something from. Um, Yes. So if your child has any form of food allergy, they know like this is a house where we're offering non-food treats and anyone is welcome because it won't be an allergen concern. Yeah. And you can even go as far as going onto the Teal Pumpkin website and like registering your house as a non-food treat house or a teal pumpkin house uh so if people want to like look up where they can go that's pretty darn cool yeah um okay if they could stop jumping around um so it it was basically it's made to like spread the word or not spread the word um spread awareness about food allergies and promotes the inclusion of all trick-or-treaters um yeah, I mean, we pretty much hit it all. <laughs> that you place yeah. a teal pumpkin in front of your house to indicate that you have non-food treats, and then you actually provide the non-food treats. <laughs> right. I'm just going to do like a blanket statement. If you don't vaccinate your children, please don't listen to our podcast. And if you don't support the Teal Pumpkin Project, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, speaking of, there's an incredible Reddit thread where children of anti-vaxxers, like, actually speak out and one of them didn't know that they were not vaccinated until they were trying to get into medical school like registering for medical school and they're like yo you don't have anything and he's like what the fuck just just, he's like just give them just give them all to me he's like just give it all to me do it do what you need to do like i have so many feelings on that and you should really look at it it's really interesting it's really wow interesting um, that's pretty shitty and I'm not okay with it because I just can't like I mean it's been around for a while but I just it has it hasn't clicked that it's been long enough that right these children are now grown up right you know um so while we're on the subject of costumes and trick-or-treating mm-hmm. um and we're on the subject of like kids how do you feel about this thing that's popped up in the last couple of years called trunk or treating? Okay. I was literally just talking about this Saturday morning that like I, I've ne- I had never heard of it before and I swear to God, it just came out of nowhere. It did. Like um, and now it's huge. Marianne was telling me about it because she has a four, five-year-old now and I was just like, uh, I'm sorry, what? What is this? Yeah, I don't... And it's it's literally... And correct me if I'm wrong. I think she went to, like, a school parking lot is where they organized it. But it's mm-hmm. people who, like, park their vehicles and open them up like they're going to tailgate. Mm-hmm. But it's trick-or-treating in a parking lot and you go, like, car to car to car. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's it. For her... So her reasoning behind it is her son is on the spectrum. Okay. And... um. You know, he's, he has issues with certain types of costumes in general. So 
it can be a little overstimulating for him to go trick-or-treating like with the general population. Sure. So in a controlled environment, he still gets to trick-or-treat, right. which is really cool. Yes. Um, I just like the concept was so foreign to me. Yeah. But I could see this being so cool if you're going at night. Like I don't think she took him at night but if you're going at night and like the parking lot is like set up like super cool and everyone decorates and stuff like that I could see that being a really cool and safe way for Mm -hmm. kids to go trick-or-treating or for kids who like it's really rural and they can't go like door to door to door yes that could be a super cool way of doing it too yeah and uh my friend lives in San Francisco and their neighborhood is super hilly and so everyone just drives down to the bottom of the hill and they do it there so it's just kind of like instead of having to walk around all these crazy hills or pull your child up up and down right it's it it's a really cool idea and i just it's so new it feels like or maybe it's just because i'm paying attention i don't know I feel like it is new I also thought like how cool would it be if you did it in like a drive-in theater and then there was like a spooky movie playing too that would be so cute oh and like did you touch on the fact that people decorate like they dress up their cars too which is so cool like so cool because not everyone like I was very lucky that I grew up in a tiny town so I could trick-or-treat and it was safe and we went trick-or-treating by ourselves by the time we were like 10 years old Mm -hmm. um, because like the cops wore costumes when we're out and about and like the ambulance would set up shop outside the fire department and like hand out candy and glow sticks and stuff like that so it's very like very small town ask uh-huh. whereas like not a lot of kids get to do that i've heard stories of um people who grew up in this like new york city who live in those huge apartment buildings that have like grocery stores and stuff in them oh. and they just like go trick-or-treating in their apartment building huh and um, that's like they don't even have to leave their yeah, building that's awesome uh it's also a really great way for parents to just be able to socialize while their kids walk around and they can still right. be in sight and don't have to right. drive their kid up to strangers mm-hmm. doors and encourage yeah. that craziness yeah and nowadays you know i i hate saying and nowadays mm-hmm. but like it is it it it's different now mm-hmm. than it was when you and i were of trick-or-treating age we know too much we know too much and I think you know I think now especially um having it be controlled like that mm-hmm. is fun yes. like it brings the fun back to trick-or-treating yeah and it kind of just makes it more of like a social thing because sometimes like if you're not in the same group as people you don't really see other people you know right exactly exactly so- and I think that um you know I think it could, I hope it becomes like a fun thing. Mm-hmm. So there was actually, <coughs> bless you. Oh, thank you. So there was actually a article on HuffPost in 2016 about it, like kind of being up and coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it started by church groups with the aim of providing a safer environment. So just kind of like what we were talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. But obviously, it was gaining popularity quickly then, and we're seeing it now for sure. Um, the <laughs> One of the downfalls in the article that they talk about is that 
they feel a little uneasy about the threat to good old fashioned trick or treating, but that's I, pretty see, much a worthless argument because it's still right. the same thing. It is, and I don't think trick or treating will ever truly go away. Right. I mean, um, I don't know about I really, you, but like knocking on someone's door and asking for candy was like the worst. It was so oh hard. God. Like, oh god, it was back like, to pin trading days, man. Yeah, there was um. We used to go, so when I was in middle school, um, I would go trick-or-treating in Oregon because I had friends who lived in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And we'd go into the neighborhood that actually Pat grew up in because it was like bigger houses and more well-to-do families and they would hand out like better candy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, because I felt like people could tell I wasn't from Oregon and because I wasn't familiar with the neighborhood and because I was like... Not shy, but like something there was like some social anxiety thing yep. about trick or treating. Like, yeah, it was for the first like two years I did it with my friends who are from Oregon, it was like hell. Yes, <laughs> like it was. And I think that it, like some people might find that surprising. Like, trick or treating for me was like actually kind of nerve wracking because totally. I still to this day don't really like going up to people's doors and knocking on them. No, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. So I no, I am right there with you. It was so nerve wracking. It was like, can I just get dressed and then just call it a day? Like, I yeah, don't... right. Do I have to do the trick or treating thing, or can I just like walk around and hang out? Like, I don't, I don't really need the candy. Right. <laughs> can I just like I'm take a picture super... and be like, this is cool. Okay, good night. I would have been happy if everything was like Twix bars, like the only candy I got. Oh, well, who wouldn't be? Right. I mean. Unless you're like weird. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. That's so funny. But those were, those were like, I remember middle school is like peak trick or treating because uh-huh. you're going with like your school friends and stuff like that. And right. But it was like, I remember my, um, before I started going trick or treating in Oregon. I would go with my cousins and they went trick-or-treating with pillowcases mm-hmm. and it would be like, who can fill up their pillowcase the most? Right. You know? Right. So that was always super fun. And then I got to an age where I was like, trick-or-treating was starting to become like not as cool, but we still like getting dressed up. So it was like, we go to like 10 houses mm-hmm. and it would be over it. Right. And then we'd just go back and hang out and watch like The Exorcist or something. Ugh. See, no, I wanted nothing to do with the scary movies. I am not a scary movie person, but I laughed my ass off through that entire movie. Seriously? Yes. Uh. I am such a pan. I don't watch horror movies, which is so funny because I'm and your response to this makes me feel so much better because you and I are so interested in true crime. But I do (laughs) not like horror movies. And Chelsea and Hannah, I know you're going to listen to this episode and you're going to be laughing hysterically because those two are like the horror movie connoisseurs. Really? I I'm do pretty sure not like feeling scared. I don't I'm like feeling scared. I'm pretty sure Hannah, one of Hannah's favorite movies is like Pet Cemetery. Like Okay, Pet Cemetery like, is a garbage movie. Hannah. She'll just like randomly watch it. No. And like I remember when Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out, they both watched it and they're like this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, please don't tell me anything about it. I don't want to hear anything <laughs> about it. I watched I, I mean, like, I was terrified of um <laughs> oh shit what movie like the ring i watched the ring and i couldn't sleep without the lights on for like a month afterwards 
I, I, okay. So I remember so vividly seeing, I know what you did last summer in the theaters and I had a full on conversation, I think with my mom or dad, I don't remember who is there like, you don't like scary movies. Like you are going to get <laughs> nightmares. You don't want to see this movie. I'm like, no, I'm fine. It's not, It'll I'm, be fine. it's not that scary. I'll be fine. Like the, all this shit. And I was, I drank so much soda during that movie just because like with the huge cup, it would like cover my face and I wouldn't have to be like looking <laughs> like I was scared. <laughs> but yet I still didn't have to watch the movie. And Katie, let me tell you, I did not take out, I could not take out the garbage at night for <laughs> years. Um, My level of pansiness is we went and saw like the remaster version of E.T. when it came out in theaters again. Oh, man. And I think I was like, oh, when was that? I'll have to look. I was like 11 or 12 mm-hmm. and that terrified me. <laughs> oh, my Fucking gosh. E.T. was terrifying to me. What? what? <laughs> I mean, the acting was pretty scary. <laughs> good one I, really you know I really tried <laughs> and honestly like Stranger Things have gotten has gotten so much good like um whatever that's like, like my limit review. there was like I had to ask Pat so he watched it before I did uh-huh and I was like am I gonna be okay with this he's like I think you'll be okay with it and I was like is it like jump scare and he's like there aren't that many jump scares I'm like is the monster like gonna give me nightmares? He's like, no, I don't think I don't think it's any worse than anything you've ever seen in a video game. Okay. So then I watched it. And I was like, okay, no, this is fine. Like, okay. I think you could watch it and it would be fine. It's because I started it, and I'm like, this is starting to feel like it's gonna get into this territory, and the I just one, don't want to go there. The one thing that makes up for everything is it has that like very '80s vibe. Yes, and so you know how everything in the '80s is like super cheesy. True. Like there's a level of like punniness and like hilarity okay. to all of it that kind of like kind of washes out the scariness of it. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought. For some reason, that just made me think of, um, like, Signs wasn't really that scary. Oh, fuck, until, that movie scared the shit out of me. <laughs> until that the um, the alien, like, walked across the screen, and I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. done. So that movie, um, actually, I think it was Mars Attacks. Did you ever oh see my that God. movie? No. I watched that movie when I was way too young. Way too young. I don't know. Isn't that the- a spoof movie? Yes, but it scared the shit out of me, which is so funny because I don't like alien movies, Mm -hmm. but I am like up there with like sci-fi is my most favorite genre and my Uh. favorite trilogy of video games is Uh sci-fi and like uh, maybe I would fuck an alien. I don't know. (laughs) It's to be determined, but like alien (laughs) movies... Are depend on the moment. Terrifying to me. So like signs and um, you know what other movie terrified me? And this is how much of a baby Mission Impossible scared the shit out of me. And I couldn't watch like Interstellar. I couldn't see it. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's so good. You have to watch it. As an adult? Gravity. Nope. I couldn't. mm -mm, I can't do it. How are you obsessed with space? I don't 
No, I am a walking contradiction. Like, yes. Yep. Yes. Like, I think the thing about gravity is it's like very claustrophobic inducing. Okay. And I am claustrophobic. So I just like, I know that it's going to be too suspenseful for me. Okay. Um, I can give you that. Interstellar, I think I could watch and be okay with. It's just, it's again, like, I feel like all the, um, the spaceship scenes make me really nervous. Yeah. I don't think there's like anything even like suspenseful with interstellar okay it's so more you cerebral think I could watch it okay i would think so well i also thought the first time that i watched um inception i thought it was scary <laughs> well i mean it is kind of like it's yeah. not horror scary but it's like yes. freaky because it's um, like holy shit i also watched seven when i was way too young see i think what happened is i just watched all these movies at a very inappropriate age sure that's fair i watched um i watched indiana jones uh raiders of the lost ark (gasps) at like fucking katie at like age three that's bad and that's the one where he like reaches into his chest and pulls out yep. his heart uh-huh i was five when i watched i that, have not so. seen it since yep. and i can picture it like clear yep clear yep. as day i was at my grandma's house i was sitting on the rug that is now in my entryway of my apartment uh-huh. and my dad was watching it on the tv and i literally remember to in vivid detail him reaching his hand into that guy's Mm -hmm. chest and pulling out his heart and my mom walked down the stairs and she was like dean why are you watching that with your dot like oh my god just losing her shit yep yeah oh Oh, yeah Uh uh-huh we i was there were no adults in the room when we were watching it it was like a sneak and i think it was like my, I think it was like me, my sister, and my cousins, perhaps. And somebody walked like across the couch and saw that we were all like super scared, but didn't really like realize what was on the TV until I think the the heart scene. And then they like turned, they're like, "What in the fuck are you watching?" <laughs> and I was just like clutching Oops. this pillow for dear life, and I'm like, "I am a new human being." <laughs> Yeah. I and people am, wonder why I'm deathly afraid of fucking snakes. Right. It's not yes. a mystery. Although the I think I, pit. I think I may have been afraid of snakes before then, but certainly after. Well, I watched Castaway and the the plane crash scene oh. I think is a big part of why I'm terrified of flying because I was like I, I was like seven when I watched that. Oh, and it was very it's scary. vivid too. Yeah. It's yeah, very it's, graphic. Yes, uh, like the dude getting sucked into the engine, and yeah, uh-huh. like that fucked me up yep. for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know you got the guy doing prayers on the rosary next to you. Oh my God, Aaron! I tell that story <laughs> to so many people because it is just like so accurately describes my luck when it comes to flying and how terrified I am of flying. Siri, you can't sit on the laptop. I'm sorry. She wants to sit on it because it's warm. Oh. Okay. <sighs> Stop. Um, no, I just, uh, yeah. I I like Halloween and I like people being scary and creepy. I do not partake in watching scary movies. I think the scariest movie that I watch during Halloween is like Hocus Pocus. 
<laughs> oh my god, I was even scared during that. In the I theater. was scared during Hocus Pocus, and Halloween Town was very scary to me too. Really? Mm-hmm. I uh, Brian, and that's the thing is like Brian is super into scary movies. Well, he told me, he was like, watch that Snowpiercer movie. It's this, that, and the other thing. And he was telling me about it. And I was like, that sounds terrifying. I'm going to take a hard pass on that. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, it is. It's great. No, yeah. He he was really into the paranormal um, movies when we first started (gasps) dating. And I'm like. Nope. Um, my ex and his cousin and his friend watched paranormal paranormal activity Mm -hmm. on Halloween in our bedroom. And I was like, I couldn't leave Mm -hmm. because he was still living with his parents at the time. So I was like, I can't go anywhere else in the house, really. So I had to turn my back to the TV and go to bed at like seven o'clock at night because I refused to watch it. And he said he had nightmares for like two weeks afterwards. Like, dude, it was because so the, the problem up. with like paranormal activity is that they make it so just real. Yeah, you know, like it's just everyday life. And then, and I'm sorry, you can't be, you cannot watch paranormal activity if you ever plan on having fucking kids or babysitting someone who uses a baby monitor because most of the shit they show you is through the baby monitor. Yes. Which, I mean, on the stance of, like, writing, that was genius because when kids are not doing anything bad, they just automatically look terrifying on that thing. Right, it's night right. vision, you know, so their eyes look jacked. But... Uh, it, I I told I gave I let I watched one paranormal activity with him for his birthday present one year. Ugh. And I think it was like the fourth one maybe. I don't remember which one it was. But luckily like I either both of us or I was just making fun of it the entire time to try to like get myself out of right. that. Right. Like, I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to make fun of the situation. Right. Just to, like, lighten it a little bit, because otherwise I probably would not have slept for so long. (laughs) I, um, so I'm assuming because you don't like being afraid, you don't like haunted houses. Hell no. Oh, my God. I fucking love haunted houses. (laughs) Hard. (laughs) Because, and here's the reason that I don't like scary movies and I love haunted houses is, like, Haunted houses, I think, like, I'm putting myself in that situation and it's a physical thing and I know it's fake. And, like, with movies, Mm -hmm. I don't, like, I'm not in control of the situation. True. Usually it's not appropriate to scream. (laughs) Um, And also, like, I can't, like, run or be physical or anything like that. Where at, like, a haunted house, it's, like, jump scare and, like... Mm -hmm. you know, like there's a certain element to it. I went on a um, haunted woods hike mm-hmm. one year and that was like the most fun ever. Like someone had like a ch- was making chainsaw noises and random people would jump out at you from the trees and it was like super dark nope. and it was like, yes, nope. so much fun. <laughs> None of it. None of it. Thank you. Oh, so fun. No. 
I want nothing do you to like, do with haunted houses. Do you like um, hay rides and stuff like that, though? Like the other quintessentially like fall slash Halloween things. I mean, I like, don't really get like a lot out of them. I don't find them fun. Uh huh. But I like <laughs> I like doing them. Did you just sneeze? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Bless. Oh, oh, well, my yawn. Super. I know. We're recording late. It's very late, actually. For us, yeah. For us. <laughs> okay. We're so lame. So we need to wrap it up on the most probably talked about Oh yeah. topic since Mean Girls came out, right? <laughs> and that, yeah. that is the topic of the sexy Halloween costumes. <laughs> I'm a mouse. Duh. Duh. Uh, somebody made a somebody made a cartoon that was just a living room full of cats, and it was like a Halloween co- or a Halloween party with a bunch of girls or something. Oh, and then the cat was just I think like, we're cats. Duh. I there is like my Instagram feed is like literally fifty percent sexy cat costumes. Oh, gross. Okay, um. so today, well, today and. November 1st are like my favorite days of the year, which is one is like the day after most people go out and celebrate Halloween. Right. And which all is of the, the Saturday before the, Halloween. Yeah. And that's when all the pictures hit the the internet. And then the next the day after Halloween. And it's just mm-hmm. my favorite to scroll through and see everybody's. I also really like the day after Halloween because all the candy goes on sale. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I just am not a huge candy person, so it doesn't impact my life that much. Since since Pat has uh um at his work can get lots of candy oh, like shit. that. Yeah. He comes home with so many bags. He's like, This is a twelve pound bag and it's the size of a five year old and it was two dollars. It's the size <laughs> of a five year old. Um so I have thoughts on sexy costumes. I want to hear them. Um, I'm not against them. Okay. However, because I don't want to be like that person who says, you know, why is so-and-so dressing like that? That's so slutty. Because I think that's immediately what people gravitate towards when they see like a sexy Halloween costume. Well, it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My qualm with sexy Halloween costumes is I don't need to see a sexy lacrosse <laughs> is that can. seriously a thing yes no and I'm sorry I'll say it like normal people say it lacroix I don't need to see a sexy lacroix can I don't need to what? see a um sexy Microsoft word clippy <laughs> costume I mean it was legendary though it's great. Um, on the flip side of that, there has now been this thing where we make costumes sexy, ironically, right? Which is my favorite thing. For a long time, there was a an image of a, <laughs> a sexy Dumbledore costume, oh, and it was God. literally like the hat, the beard, the glasses, the robes. And then fishnet stockings and high heels oh and like bare and all the leg. And that, <laughs> and that to me is amazing. I have also, 
and I need I need to dig up these pictures. Today I saw a sexy guy fairy costume. Yeah. I'm just living for stuff like that. I need I it love in it. my life. Um, Philadelphia has a new mascot named Ugh. Gritty, and I can't wait to see all the sexy Gritty Halloween costumes. Yeah, I could get behind that one. Yeah, so the the ironically sexy ones are really funny to me, and I don't, like, now I just don't really bat an eye at, like, the sexy nurse or the sexy maid. Right. Just eroticizing random shit yeah i just find it really weird like there was a sexy handmaid's tale costume and i was just like i don't that's not how it works how i feel about this because it's kind of like paradoxical it's so paradoxical especially Um, if they were like trying to be serious but I also like I'm so tired of like the Princess Leia big slave bikini costume right, and right. I'm a Playboy bunny and I'm a sexy cat and I'm a sexy deer and my boyfriend's a hunter uh-huh. you know like yeah. I'm a sexy Disney character right. I'm a sexy tin can I'm a sexy day old baked potato like I don't know <laughs> like I, I just, just need an excuse to look slutty oh yeah sorry, which is it. it yeah if Halloween is your excuse to do you and to dress like that I don't I like dress like that do it like if that's what it. you need to like open up and like whatever yeah yeah just own it just do it like that's the thing is though you say you have to own it yeah because like i in college tried to like okay well it's halloween so i have to dress like this i don't really want to but whatever but it it's gonna happen i guess i don't know like i'm super into that though yeah like then you're because then you're just uncomfortable and you're not gonna have fun and Everyone's going to tell. And... Right. And I really do want people to, like, ha- use Halloween as an excuse to, like, not be themselves and to dress up as something else because I think that's, that's really what... Point. That's what makes Halloween fantastic. Right. So uh, that in and of itself, I'm like, I'm not going to rag on sexy Halloween costumes. I just am maybe going to slightly judge your unnecessarily sexy LaCroix can cast yeah (laughs) that's a little funny to me but right just like if you want to do a sexy Halloween costume just pick a costume that's or like a outfit that's just already sexy like right the glow girls how about that like you want to show some leg just dress up as a glow girl right oh god that would have been a great costume I've seen next year next year let's be the girls from glow because I just I don't know uh, if I can wear a leotard in public. <laughs> I think you could. I have some. Um, it's the you d- get two pairs of regular like nude hose and then you wear f- nude fishnets over it and everything looks flawless. Yeah, but then you're also super uncomfortable. Like I wore just regular pantyhose under my outfit last night and I was just messing with it the entire time. You're really yeah it was just like itching and oh okay and... I was like wait you weren't uncomfortable you were literally like you could have gone to church and you would have been fine <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. no I wasn't like a se- I wasn't a sexy Tina Belcher <laughs> 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 although I did do a lot of twerking 
<laughs> Tina Belcher is sexy the way she is. That's right. Uh... Well, I mean... I think we covered everything we wanted to talk about. I think we I think we may have. I think we did it. I think this is our um, first Halloween special, and I feel like we can only go up from here. Hopefully next year yes. when we do a Halloween live stream, we'll have a better camera set up. That's my goal. Yeah, yeah we're, we have, we're doing research on it. We thought we had it down, but now no, we see the naturally, light. Naturally, we did not. Um. Um, I just I'm sorry I completely blanked out no you're doing great it's 934 so it's very late (laughs) I was up till like two last night it was yeah you went to a Halloween party guess what time I was in bed by last night oh I don't want to hear it 10 it was fantastic and I thought of you at a Halloween party and I was like that sounds terrible who watched Levi um his grandparents oh okay uh, I will have to, I do have to say, because it was one of the funniest, like authentic moments of my life is, um, you know, that moment that you get to the party and then everyone's like, Oh, you know, looking at each other's costumes and you're recognizing everything and whatever. Right. And, um, the host is a huge Bob's Burgers fan. So oh he, my God. he recognized me right away. Like he opened the door and just gave me this look and he goes, Come on in, Tina. <laughs> and then all night, he was kind of like starstruck, I think. I think He was just like, I don't think you quite understand like how happy I am that you are Tina Belcher right now. And he was like, I just want to like talk about zombies with you and all this stuff. I'm like, okay. Did you, did you admit that you've never really watched the show? I did. And he was like, okay. oh, why? <laughs> Did you tell him that I basically came up with your costume for you? Yeah, I told him the I told him I told him how it happened and everything. And I've I mean and I told him I've, I've seen clips and quotes and whatnot and I do thoroughly enjoy her character. So it wasn't just completely dressing up as something I've never heard of. Right, right. Or like can't appreciate or whatever, but I think that did, definitely like was a little pin in his sail, but but eh. Two of my friends were dressed up as pretty fucking obvious characters. And I was staring at them and it was not late in the night. Okay. Like we had just <laughs> got there. It was like maybe eight o'clock at the latest. And I just stared at them blankly for over 30 seconds. And they're like, do you seriously not know who we are? And I'm like, i I've I've seen I've seen this look before. <laughs> it's definitely something I should know. And then I'm like, it's oh, it's fantasy something. Katie, they were fucking Jon Snow and Darnarius Targaryen. <laughs> You're a moron! Oh my god, I love it. Good job. You're doing great. Everybody was like, "Wow, you were not lying when you said like you don't get into that shit." So and I'm like, so anti no. Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, nope. And then so then there, somebody. Well, no, no, no. Before so before they didn't say like what characters. They're like Game of Thrones. I'm like, oh, are you Cersei to the girl? And they're oh like, no. no. 
and the one guy and like they had clearly like ordered their outfits off amazon or something like okay. they were good so they were outfits. like legit yeah yeah like um mike had a big like fluffy cape thing that rubs nope that uh john snow has yes and i was like wait rob stark fred stark ned stark <laughs> they're like fred stark you're so close. his younger lesser known brother <laughs> You know, all of his all of his parts just get cut. <laughs> Ned Stark lost his head. Fred Stark lost a finger. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert! I guess I don't know. Oh, uh, oops, oopsies! Um, oh my god, amazing! Thank you for that. Yeah, so that was my moment of shame. And anybody that listens to the podcast was like, "Holy shit, you are not lying!" I'm like, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. All right. Well. So thanks for watching. Nope. Listening. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for watching our podcast. (laughs) Oh, Katie, please do the rundown because I clearly can't. We are, we will be on a new listening, new release schedule after this episode. We're releasing this on Halloween. Um, But after that, we will be releasing on Tuesdays instead of Thursdays. Um, Still bi-weekly. Hopefully get back on that weekly grind um you can find us on social media we have a super active and super fun facebook page um you can find facebook facebook group you can find that um at hashtag relevant a podcast not to be confused with any of the relevant radio podcasts which are super christian completely opposite of what we're trying and aspiring to be on this show Uh um we do have a facebook page it's not as fun but also give that a like because we do post important updates on there yep you can also find us on twitter at we're so relevant on instagram at we're so relevant um i think that's it you can email us um trends that you want us to talk about mm-hmm. we have a an email it's hashtag dot relevant at gmail.com um or you can facebook message them to us you can instagram them to us feel free to do whatever we're always on social media because this is 2018 and our phones are glued to our faces that's great i think that's it i think I that think covers you nailed it, it. Yep. I, yeah. If you want to throw us some bones, go ahead. Oh and hit yes, up our Patreon. We, uh, we have a Patreon page now, uh, Patreon.com/slash/SoRelevant. Um, you can pledge anywhere from a dollar up to, I $10. I have the tiers going to ten dollars really because that's all I think we're worth right now is ten dollars a month. <laughs> Not. I mean, honestly, neither of us thought that anybody was actually going to do it, but Lacey Bond. No, but does. we yeah, but we do. We we have patrons now, so um, all those proceeds go to helping us improve the podcast in any way, shape, or form. There have been requests for us to do more live streams, so those um, patrons um, who sign up can get access to patron only live stream content, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, also help kind us of pay some for the equipment bone, we need to do yep. that. help us pay for equipment, uh, bonus episodes that we'll be releasing for patrons only. Mm-hmm. Um, you also get some cool patrons only swag. We do have a red bubble store that has a couple items on it. I am slowly working on adding things to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron and I both have day jobs and this is kind of a hobby. So slowly but surely we are building our brand. Yeah. We're doing um, great. And you guys all spoke and you definitely want us to do more video stuff. So we will work on that. 
most likely it will be a patron only kind of content, but yeah, we'll certainly I give you some hate being on camera. So y'all have to pay me to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I'll do it for free. I can't get embarrassed. Um, uh, but you also spoke and said that you would be into doing a design contest for the next sticker slash merch design and our moderator slash resident design graphic designer Marissa is is working on putting that all together but obviously she has a life as well so just stay tuned for all of that um in other news Katie are you ready for our funny Halloween tweet of the week my body is ready I don't (laughs) it's funny you say that oh Jeffrey Hads at Hadzilla says (laughs) Skeletons are a weird costume because you already got one of those in your body. You're pretty much a bone Oreo with skin frosting, dude. Dude, I f- oh my god, I'm gonna go throw up now. Thanks, I'm gonna go yarts right into the toilet. Skin frosting, my dude. Stop talking. I'm ending this call. <laughs> All right, you guys have a great week. I hope you had a great Halloween and happy Halloween. We'll see you in November. Go vote!